day 60. As yesterday went on, I find myself becoming increasingly less positive. It involved me in having to apologise for being a bit grumpy and difficult. We don't get much post, so it was nice when Ailsa brought a card back from the mailbox. It was from Ben Carswell, with a picture of a taggle on the front. He said he was mostly writing to cheer me up or cheer me on. It was hard to tell from his handwriting. I'm not sure when it was posted, but it arrived at a good time to fulfil his intention. It got me thinking about transition and succession. I'm really thankful to have such good relationships with the two people I have handed on significant responsibility to, Andy Shuttle with Relay and Ben with TSCF. It reminded me of some ideas that I scribbled on the back of an envelope in April 2019. It was titled, Lessons Leaving New Zealand. I decided not to share it at the time, in case it sounded like I thought I knew what I was doing in the middle of coming and going. It's a bit of a quick and dirty dozen. Number one, we wear the mantle of leadership loosely. Our responsibility is always temporary. We hold a trust for a season. Our value and worth are not derived from our title or position. So we hold these things lightly. Transition is inevitable and always presents new opportunities. Changing my role does not redefine who I am. Number two, there are many things we can control or influence through transition and many things we cannot. A certain amount of confusion, anxiety and dissonance are bound to be present. Providing reassurance is a key part of leaving and arriving. Both my departure and my entry create emotional turbulence. This affects me and I find myself looking for that same reassurance through my own transition. I cannot allow my personal needs to complicate or compromise my care and communication. But it's hard providing cheer and comfort when I feel neither cheerful or comfortable. 3. We should consider legacy more in terms of what we have invested in people than in tangible assets, programmes or achievements that we leave behind. People are the most important thing in taking the mission forward. The litmus test that determines if we have loved people well is the degree to which relationships continue when they do not have to. 4. We need to trust others with succession and not get involved in trying to influence the future. It is not up to us to decide who follows after. The more we invest in our desired outcome, the harder it will likely be to adapt to an alternative. Someone told me years ago that most people look for someone more conservative than them to take over. They believe that they have done significant development and that the role of the next person should be to preserve their achievements. 5. Approaching transition, we need to increase our relational activity and reduce our decision-making. We need to become more collegial through transition, especially with our successor, including them in all things that affect the future.
after Ben was appointed in New Zealand, I did not take any decisions without including him in the process. In a relay race, there is a moment when both hands are on the baton at the same time. It moves from being in the possession of the incoming runner to being transferred to the one running the next leg. The transition zone is the most stressful part of the race. If the first runner slows too soon, the team loses momentum. If they hang on too long, the team is disqualified. If the second runner takes off too soon, the change cannot be completed. If the baton is dropped, again, disqualification results. Most positional transitions happen between people who have not had an opportunity to practice handover. But at least they do not happen at sprint pace. 6. We need to organise what we are passing on. We pass on vision and values more than structures and strategies. Sometimes the vision and its implementation get too intertwined. Strategies serve vision and structures advance strategies. Programmes and buildings are the most provisional and transient elements of all, but they often get promoted up the hierarchy. Instead of furthering vision, they end up looking for a vision to justify their continuation. Stopping something can require just as much faith as starting something. 7. It is impossible to leave everything perfect and we never finish everything, so we try to document and honestly communicate the work that is in progress. There is value in some bringing up to speed around policies, plans and people, but to accept that the future rests with someone else. We need to let go and move out, even before we move on. With the occupation of a house or an office or the use of a vehicle, the driving question needs to be, how can I pass this on in a way that is absolutely seeking the best for my successor? This will likely involve me in discomfort to benefit them. 8. We want our successor to do better than us and we do everything in our power to support, encourage and affirm them. They will almost certainly do things differently, but we should not take this personally. Often we fall into the trap of believing that the way we have done things needs to continue. When I was handing on relay to Andy, I said to him, if you're still doing things in the same way two years from now, I will be quite disappointed. I really hope you will find new and better ways of doing things. The fact that something can be done better the next time does not mean that we did not do it as best we could the last time. If things improve after me, that makes me more of a success rather than less of one. 9. We do all we can to pass on a financially sound organisation and a healthy culture. These are the two factors that will most readily derail a new leader by depriving them of the necessary time and space to take stock and build for the future. These are two areas where planning for the future lays the best foundation. Resolving outstanding personnel issues and making a real effort to boost income and deal with any financial drains. 
financial system should always demonstrate incremental growth in transparency and accountability. 10. We seek support for our mourning and take time to reflect and report. Leaving is always harder and more emotionally difficult than we imagine it will be. How do I make time to appropriately think through what I have learned and what the Lord has done? How do I express appreciation to those who I am leaving and kindle hope? 11. We give thanks and we accept appreciation from the place we are leaving, but the credit for anything good is always shared with a team. It's nice to be recognised, but avoid monuments that become millstones to those who follow. I have a tendency to deflect praise. It's more of a personality disorder than a great spiritual gift. It's a combination of my Scottish upbringing, of not getting ideas above my station, and trying to avoid the Kiwi tall poppy syndrome. I need to receive thanks in order to pass it on. Receiving thanks is more like catching a basketball than hitting a baseball. 12. We don't expect people to like us or appreciate us in the place we are going. The changing power dynamics will often produce resentment and opposition. Change is always threatening, especially when it is out of our control. The Lord is in charge and watches over our comings and going. Today I am thankful for more things I have been learning about these things since I wrote this. I am grateful for my time in New Zealand helping prepare me for moving to Canada and I am thankful for those who have gone before in Canada and for those who continue to patiently help me adapt. Today I am also thankful for all who cheer me up and cheer me on. I am particularly grateful for Andy and Ben with their ability to develop things I care about and make them better. My prayer for them and all who are laying down or taking up responsibility from the end of Psalm 121. The Lord will keep you from all harm. He will watch over your life. The Lord will watch over your coming and going, both now and forevermore. It is, after all, the Lord's work, which Psalm 60 reminds me of again today. This is the Lord who restores the rejected, mends fractures, gives help for the hard task and brings ultimate victory. Then you planted a flag to rally your people, an unfurled flag to look to for courage. Now do something quickly. Answer right now. So the one you love best is saved.